Welcome, Raider fans, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. And yes, football season has arrived, and what the hell just happened to our team last night? I'll go over that um, in some kind of detail. I'm sure that the Raider Nation is probably in big-time shock. I'm in big-time shock. I expected maybe not to do very well, possibly, because they are the NFC defending champions, but we got a beating, and that's all I got to say about that. Well, let's get into the show today, show number 93. We're going to talk post-Seahawks beating, because that's what I call it. Rumors around the league. Uh, the Broncos, we're going to talk about the breakdown saga. Uh, Brokeback Mountain saga of Plummer tells Shanahan, I can't quit you. Yeah, because he's got Cutler uh, right up his rear end. We'll talk about the Chargers a little bit. Marty's on thin ice. Well, what else is new? We'll go to the comments section, and Randy's right now going, Oh, no, not the comment section. Yeah, you know, I'm going to get a phone call on that because I'll probably slaughter it like I usually do. We'll talk a little bit about the San Diego game because I don't want to get too into it because, quite honestly, I'm a little depressed today, like most of the Raider Nation. Well, let's talk about it because we got to talk about it because that's what's on everyone's lips. It's on my mind. It's on everyone else's mind as well. Here we are. What the hell happened to our team? Now, you know what? They came out flat. Um, everybody except for the special teams. I'll just go over the highlights. Here's the highlights of the game. Chris Carr, Janikowski, and I think Cooper did a great job too. So other than that... I, I can tell you that other than the special teams, our team, if you didn't see the game, well, don't worry about it because you don't want to see the game. It's one of those games. We don't want to see them. I don't want to see it again. Um, it's very painful. Our team just did not look very good uh, with the exception of special teams. Chris Carr ran a touchdown from a kickoff, the initial kickoff, and uh, 7-0. That was our first and last score of the evening where they came back and they beat us 30-7. to That is a beating. Uh, some of the things I did notice, of course, we had uh, Langston Skywalker uh, was getting beat and pushed backwards on every down, as was McQuiston. Uh, I have to tell you that, too. The offensive line did not make a doggone hair of a hole for Lamont Jordan to squeeze into. They sucked completely. I will tell you this, the defensive line did the same doggone thing. The defensive line was like Swiss cheese. The running backs would get through the line without with ease. I am telling you that there was, it looked like they all were in script, the defense and the offense, because I'll tell you, the offense moved all of our defense right where they wanted them, and their running back just came right in. If it wasn't for Huff and Howard, and Osamwa, because those guys on the secondary kicked ass. And I have to tell you that, that was a good thing to see from last season. We have three guys working hard and making it happen. Tyler Brayton was awesome, too. Uh, we had a lot of drop coverage, though. You know, it wasn't pretty, but if there was a highlight to the defense, that was it. And uh, the running game, they could have had somebody's grandmother running against us, and she would have made a touchdown, or at least into the red zone. So, 
I don't want to get too much into this game other than the fact that uh, Brooks didn't throw very well. Well, I'll just go into it right now because it's painful and I didn't want to share it. But, you know, I got no choice because I have to share it <laughs> because you guys need to hear it. And that's what I want to talk about right now. Well, here's the deal. Oh, man, what a game. Well, Seattle beat down to the, of the Raiders 30-7. to And the one thing I will tell you that did come out in that, even at halftime, Art Shell came out big time. You know, you got to respect a guy. You got to respect him because he's the man. And he's showing he's the man because unlike North Turner, that mealy-mouthed everything's going to get better crap that we heard all the two seasons, we had to suffer with Mr. Rogers. At least our Shell comes out and says it like it is. There are no excuses, says Shell. You know, I'm not going to deal with this, he said. We didn't play tonight, so I take responsibility for the team not playing tonight. It was very aspect of our football team that failed, and that falls back on me. So every aspect of the team failed, and uh, Shell's taken responsibility. And as a player, you have to go, wow, you know, um, He's going to take responsibility for my mess up. I hope that this motivates these guys to go to another level that they could never believe that they could be at. Because Art Shell is the man. And just in this loss, you see what kind of man he really is. And I got to uh, throw my heart out to this guy because I would tell you, Art Shell has more heart than the past three coaches we've had for sure. Um, I will have to tell you. He loves this game. You can tell just by the passion he takes responsibility. I mean, he was very serious. There was no messing around when Shell made these quotes. And I have to tell you, man, I have, his respect meter has gone off the chart. The Raiders gained all of 104 yards this game. That's insane. If not for Tui's hit to Johnny Morant, who I still think is awesome, for 46 yards, it would have been abysmal even more. You know, the Raiders had 76 yards in penalties, 75 yards in penalties. Uh, that's ridiculous. I mean, they got to hang their heads in Seattle. That was a bummer. All those fans, we saw the game, the fans that were in the crowd, man. I felt absolutely bummed for them. Can you imagine being in that, that crowd? Up in Seattle and having your team lay an egg like that? Man, that's got to be one of the most embarrassing things I've ever heard. Absolutely. So anyway, that's the deal on the game. I don't want to get too much more into it because I'll tell you right now, I am not happy with the performance of the team. Archell said it for the entire Raider Nation. He was embarrassed. Okay. I need to say that again? I don't think so. He was embarrassed for all of us. And I don't think that man should have to deal with that. I think those players better step it up and get it together and do a beat down of San Diego, which we are expected not to be very good at, let me say the rest of the Raider Nation, as if you're surprised by that. Because I sure as heck am not. Now, we produced all of 10 total yards in the first half. I'm sorry, man. I got to get it off my chest. It's killing me. Uh, I'm sure you're in shock. I'm in shock. Uh, we're all in shock. Oh, gosh. One thing, that, another thing that Shell said that I thought was 
pretty interesting, and he said it with all the heart you possibly could. It's embarrassing. As the old saying goes, he said, if you're afraid, then don't step out of the locker room. Now, that's a pretty good take, and I don't know if I could, you know, improve on that. That comes out from Raider Take, and that's Sean from Raider Take. He's got a great take. One post-game take. Uh, this is what he says. He says now he's going to swallow a bottle of rat poison. He said he's, as I do, and I agree with him 100%, I'm just disappointed uh, to the end of an otherwise promising preseason uh, to out end it on a sour note. Onward and upward, Raider Nation. Well, you know what? you got to keep a positive attitude, and that's what we're going to do here. We're going to keep positive attitude because you know what, man? This is one game. It is preseason. There's a whole lot of reasons things happen. I think it's an advantage, uh, honestly, that this happened to us. I think that it's good. It's a good thing because, uh, to be quite honest with you, we needed to have a little bit of a reality check. Uh, myself, as the rest of the fans in Raider Nation understand, that's the same doggone thing. So let us move on. With the Colorado Rocky Mountain High, I've seen it rain and fire in the sky. Okay, the Brokeback Mountain saga of Plummer telling Shanahan, I can't quit you. I love that. I just think that's funny. I, I, I laugh at my own stuff, as you well know. But uh, yes, Plummer is being pushed to the back by Jay Cutler, which is the sports media's poster child for best unproven quarterback in the NFL. Yes, sirree, this is what's happening in Denver. This is a little Denver take. I'm hoping that this does cause the locker room explosion. <laughs> I hope it does. Oh, it's beautiful. With Ashley Lilly out and all this rumors, no team needs that type of drama, and neither do the Broncos, but I'm sure happy as hell that they have it. I'm happy that Shanahan's going to have to keep his boy, Plummer, uh, happy because they got him a big contract. He's making good money, and they can't shake that guy because, honestly, he's not that good of a quarterback, or he would have made it to the promised land by now. I will also tell you this, Jay Cutler looks awesome. So can you imagine? I can. I think there's going to be a big time quarterback controversy. <laughs> I hope so, man. I hope it's plastered all over the Denver papers. And everyone, including that rat-faced Shanahan, gets all emotional and uh, blows a vein or whatever. No, I don't hope nothing bad happens to him. You know what I mean, though. It's a Raider thing. Okay, let's talk about the Chargers. These guys are coming into town next week, people. Put your butts in the seat. Get your lungs ready. Man, you be better be practicing screaming today so that you don't wear yourself out early. I mean, you need some screaming practice going on right now because you know what? After after Saturday, when I do my pregame take, which is going to be probably Monday or Tuesday, it's we're talking about, listen to me, Charger week. That's exactly right. The Raider take. I'm calling all Raider fans. I'm calling you all right now. It's it's freaking Charger weeks coming up starting on Monday. And I want people to be out there wherever you may live and just be working the Chargers. I hate Chargers. Where your Chargers suck shit. Put charge. Get on Charger Ray site. That's bulltalk.com. Make a comment to Charger Ray. Get on in there. Hey, 
Nil Billy boy, haven't heard from you, boy. Come on out. Come on out and play with us now. Anyways, I want to tell you guys right now, it's going to be Charger Week. I'm pumped. We have to be pumped. Shit, I might do an extra podcast just for the hell of it because it's Charger Week. We got to be excited. We got to get nasty. We got to start building up the frenzy of fans. Get all the fans pumped up. You see someone who's the season ticket holder? Work them over, man. Say this is Charger Week. You got to do it, man. This is for our team. We got to get the public. We got to get the fan base. We got to get the nation involved in this movement. Because when our fans get into those seats and our players hear that roar that they have never, ever heard before, that, my friends, will be a huge moment when they will know that the fans are crazed about them and it'll make a huge impact. We need everything we can get here, people. We need your ass in those seats. And we also need you guys to get ready to rumble. Okay. So, Chargers. Marty's on thin ice. Well, what else is new? Uh, Marty, uh, by the way, is having problems with the GM of the San Diego Bolts or the San Diego Chargers or whatever you'd like to call them. Uh, yes, there's their communication um, is like very, very poor. There's bad attitudes. There's been a lot of words said. Both guys have been in public talking about each other, and you know what happens when that happens. Well, the shit's going to hit the fan. Marty has been on the hot seat from the GM from the very get-go when he promised a championship, and last year they fell short, painfully short, of the goal, which was to get to the Super Bowl. They didn't even get to the AFC Championship. They got punked at home by the Super Bowl champion, Pittsburgh Steelers, which was beautiful to see. It was also beautiful to see how all those San Diego fans sell their tickets to opposing fans because I will tell you, it was black and gold or black and yellow the entire uh, Chargers parking lot. It was unreal. If you guys saw the game, it was absolutely insane. You guys could not believe how many Steeler fans took over Qualcomm or whatever the heck they're calling it these days. Long story short, Marty Schottenheimer is on a very short lease. It would take this team to lose probably two games in a row before they're shaking for his job. The general public really is not real interested. San Diegans are not real Super Bowl people, no matter what they want to tell you. But I will tell you this, and anybody who lived there totally understands what I'm saying. San Diego fans will not go to the game until it is a big-time rivalry, like maybe the Raiders sometimes. And another thing is, if they're in the playoffs, everybody and their brother-in-law will be getting tickets and all be wearing their crap that they bought the day before at Reebok store. And that's the way the San Diego fans are. I can tell you, without a doubt, I know. Like Charger Ray. Get on that site, man. Boltalk.com. Let them know what you think. Okay. So not only is Marty going to have a hard time this season because he's under the hot seat, or he's in the hot seat, and he's under the microscope is more the case. The other thing is the San Diego Chargers need to get a new stadium. They've been jumping down, up and down like the spoiled brat child that needs a strap of crowd hits ass. Okay? You know what I'm saying? demanding 
demanding a new stadium. If you don't, we will move. Well, the San Diego folks, they'd love to give them a new stadium. They're 10 mil in the hole. There was a huge financial debacle and a huge federal investigation on the finances of the city of San Diego and the county of San Diego, and the feds came down hard. And come to find out, they were misrepresenting the city of San Diego, and they got punked by the stock market, and they got punked to the tune of 10 million big ones that they're in the hole for. Do you think they're going to come out of pocket with a new stadium deal? I don't think so. Because they don't got no money. And that's just the way that is. So it looks like San Diego Chargers might be looking at moving to L.A. Yes, that's right. The Los Angeles Chargers. Can you freaking believe that? Well, I can hardly believe it. Uh, but I do believe it. And, well, that's what it is. Okay, so get ready to change his name to the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, yeah, we'll get used to it, San Diego fans. If there's any listening, I doubt it seriously. But if you are, welcome to L.A. Okay. Well, let's see what we got going right now. Let's see, because I think we'll talk a little bit about San Diego before we get to the comment section. Is that okay, Randy? I know it is for you because you can cut off a lot of these things that I do, the mistakes I make. Don't mess with the bald raider. Telling you, Randy works really hard, helping me to be me. Okay, San Diego Chargers is our next game. All I got to say is one word, one name, one thing. LaDamian Tomlinson, end of story, period. It has been proven throughout the league, if you can stop LT and keep him from gaining any yards, you will stop the San Diego Chargers. The Raiders' defensive goal is to stop LT. We have been unable to soulfully stop LT because he has been working us over pass, catch, run, anything he wants to do, uh, gymnastics in the end zone, whatever. He's been owning us. So what we need to do is own his ass. So and all I can say about San Diego is stop LT and you've stopped the Chargers. And that's Pretty basic. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with me on that particular note. Now, the Jeff George signing still remains to be seen what's going to happen with Tui Asopo. Uh, there's conjecture, there's rumor, there's all kinds of other stuff out there that says that Tui's going to go kablooey. Well, Tui could leave. Uh, matter of fact, Tui might want to leave. He's been trying to showcase his talents in an offense that is certainly not his style. He's trying to throw these long ball passes when he should be dink-dunking and having, well, actually, a better year. The reason he's not having a better year and the reason the rest of the quarterbacks are not having a better year is because of our offensive line. That's what I got to say about our offensive line. We got to keep it up. They got to keep it up. They got to learn from our shell, and they got to make it happen. So let's get into the Raider Nation podcast forum. Okay, well, you know, there's a lot of things that have happened. Okay, a lot of things that have happened. And so I'm going to try to read these and bear with me because that's just the way it is. <laughs> Those who listen understand. <laughs> okay, Ghost of Post come in with comments. 
Was Hostetler not available? Laughing my ass off there. Hey, at least Blanda could have come in and kicked a 55-yarder when Ski is half in the bag. That's right, uh, Jan Skankowski. Can't wait to hear the next podcast. Raider fans rock. Have a great day, or have a great Tuesday. Ghost to Post, thank you, my brother. That's very, very cool. And, yes, I thought that was pretty doggone funny myself. I laughed pretty doggone hard. Okay, here we go. Uh, New York Tommy Raider says, this is after the Jeff George signing. What the huck? Jeff George, last night I went to sleep watching ESPN. That's when I heard it while I was half asleep. I woke up and said, no, no way it's true. I was thinking it was a nightmare. Then I come to work and I haven't heard the end of it. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I don't need it. But who the what the hell? I'm just a crazy ass fan. And that's true, Raider Tommy, you are a crazy ass fan, and that is funny shit because in you're at work and this is happening, I'm telling you right now. Uh unbelievable the uh <laughs> the harassment we have all gotten. Okay. Colorado Chris comes in. WTF. I'd rather have Mark Wilson. <laughs> And then he also sent a message to Al, can I get a bag of what you're smoking? Well, there you go. What am I going to say? Raider Frank, deja vu. Just some added comments from my previous message. I did see a Vince Evans jersey in the crowd, uh, poised for a comeback. That's pretty funny. He's talking about the Raider Nation celebration. Howie Long jerseys were in abundance. So were Stabler, Marcus Allen, Tatum, Bo Jackson, and a lot of other players that were there. But we had to go and reincarnate Jeff George. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Art Shell says he looks good. Compared to who? No doubt. Don't worry. What everyone says, yes. I know it's a number four right now, but somehow the Raiders seem to have a way of doing unusual things sometimes. Should be used to it by now. Yes, I guess we should. Raider Frank, go Raiders. Uh, P.S. What's next? Don Nelson's going to coach the Warriors again. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here comes. Here's someone in Hawaii retired, isn't he? Well, he's not retired, man. Guess what's going to happen? Nelly's coming back. That's funny. Uh, Raider Frank, that's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. Let's see now. We have bantering between New York Raider Tommy and Colorado Chris. It keeps going back and forth. CNY Raider fan comes in with, we get no respect. Well, there's no doubt. Talks about SI and ESPN. Uh, Doesn't notice a change in the team. Of course not. Let me just tell you, uh, New York CNY Raider fan, okay? I'm going to tell you that... It's not about the ESPN or SI until the Raiders get over the hump and have a solid championship year. And I mean more than one in a row. uh, You'll see these type of things. And that's just the way media is. And that's just the way it is. I love it. They hate us because that's just the way it goes. Okay. Now, the Boogie Monster, he wants some tickets. Boogie Monster, I see your thing here on the side. People come check it out because he's telling you why he deserves tickets to see the Kansas City Chiefs. If you think you got a better reason than that, get on get on there. And the Boogie Monster, get to get his face on the Frapper map so we can see who the Boogie Monster is. I like that handle, by the way. It's very, very cool. So get your mug on there. Um, we got one set of tickets left. Come on, folks. Get on the parade. Let's go. 
The preacher comes in with the stats from the game. You know, he's kind of blown away too, which is kind of interesting for the preacher. Don't lose your faith, my good brother. One would hope the team's performance was a fluke or just a huge mistake. But my brothers and sisters, it was a nightmare, and it was a true nightmare. The game stats, 104 yards, most by a pass to Morant, like I said. 39 rushing yards. Wow, that's incredible. Passing yards, 65, again, most from one play. Penalty yards, five penalties. Oh, excuse me, 72 yards. So he goes along and says the same thing I say about these players. Shane Leckler, I didn't mention. He was awesome, too. 49.9 yards per punt. Um, and so he goes on to say he's a Raider fan, and that's the way it is, and that's what we got to deal with. And that's sure as heck what we got to deal with because if you're part of the nation, then that's what the heck's going on. Raider Nation, let me tell you, this is the Raider Nation podcast and I have to be positive yet realistic when I do my show. It is uh, a lot of opinion, conjecture, thrown in with some uh, valid, concrete information, if that makes any sense uh, to you. It doesn't to me, but you know what I mean. I just tell you that I am concerned about the defensive line, the offensive line, two places that uh, offensive line's been shored up. I think it might take some time for them to get together. Let's hope that... They can do that. Now, the defensive line is going to be a key aspect next game, so keep an eye on it. Uh, I do like Art Shell's attitude. Uh, keep up the faith, Raider Nation, because we are just starting our season. We cannot even think about getting down or getting down, 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 and that's what happens, man. It's a shocker. First Jeff George and then 30-7. to seven. What are you going to do? Well, that's Raider football. We've always been the underdogs. And we've always had to take the crap from every other fan, especially here in the Bay Area. We get worked over by a lot of folks. Well, Colorado, Chris does. Anybody in hostile territory. What am I talking about? Anybody gets worked over. And uh, I will tell you this. Stand loud and proud no matter what, because all you fans out there listening to me, y'all bleeding silver and black. And that's what I'm talking about. Thank you for listening to the Raider Nation podcast. We will be back probably at the beginning of the week for Charger Week. And we'll be putting up some stuff on the site. Check it out. Get on those tickets. What else can I say? Thank you once again, Raider Rick, for being the ultimate fan and giving those tickets up for these folks out here that are going to come to the game. One more thing let me mention. The next winner of the Raider Nation podcast ticket extravaganza <laughs> that's pretty funny is cny raider fan yeah we talked about you on the on the show today and you'll be coming to the home opener september 11 2006 against the san diego bolts with no nuts and uh matt bergdorf from clyde new york is the a lucky winner if you look at his uh winning uh, pictures here. He has a picture of him in uh, college, which is pretty funny. <laughs> He's wearing the silver and black. And there he is. It looks like a game against the Eagles in hostile territory. There's a group of Raiders there. Well, you know, I'm telling you, you guys know what it's like to be in hostile territory watching your team. And you got to just pray that they win. Because if they don't, you got to listen to all kinds of stuff like those poor fans up there in Seagull territory. But 
here we go into San Diego week, San Diego Charger week. Let's get pumped. Let's get our friends and neighbors all into it because it is going to be a frenzy in the stadium Monday night at 7 o'clock. So let's get people frothing at the mouth before they get into the Coliseum. Let's have people fired up. Let's fire each other up. That's what I'm talking about. This is Raider Greg from the Raider Nation podcast. I am out.